It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. Welcome in to tonight's postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. The Vegas Golden Knights defeat the Seattle Kraken 3 to nothing. Vegas, winners of three in a row, feeling like they're getting on a roll. And to help us break this one down, we bring in the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. Dan, your first trip to Seattle to Climate Pledge Arena. First off, your impressions of the rink and the newest digs in the NHL. Yeah, I really like it, Ryan. I like it a lot. Walked here from the hotel downtown to just kind of soak in Seattle. Walked around the outside of the building. There's some wonderful greenery. The Space Needle is right here. You see photographs of this place. You know, we flew over it, saw it from, you know, 10,000 feet yesterday. Mm -hmm. And then you get to walk around and and kind of feel the nooks and crannies and then find the entrance and then sort of stroll around the upper level, which is ground level uh, Mm -hmm. outside, and then take an elevator down to the lower level and then the event level and scope it all out. The roof is a distinctive feature for sure. It's left over from the former Key Arena, home of the Seattle Supersonics, but they've added some wonderful modern touches here. The the two scoreboards, rather than a center-hung scoreboard you see everywhere else, they're two different video screens that are massive triangles, one above each end. And I I think it's a fantastic design, the layout and everything. The vantage point is very good for the broadcast, and I suppose that's most important. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I I am looking forward to I don't know when it's going to happen, but one day I'm going to get up there, I'm going to watch a game because the the rink looks unique. It's different, and I think that that's kind of the most important thing is is you just have a different outlook, different viewpoint uh, up there in Seattle. So when you look at the Golden Knights, now winners of three in a row, you get back on uh, on the win in the win column on the road. Most important for the Golden Knights, but they did it defensively, and that makes sense as you look at this team getting healthier and healthier on the blue line. Yeah, boy, you know you get Alec Martinez and Braden McNabb into your lineup in consecutive games, and while I don't think we overlooked the return of those two players, yeah. obviously we have been talking about it as Martinez came back. Long chat with him on the pregame show. We chatted with McNabb earlier in today's broadcast. Probably have him on the pregame show Friday. Uh, Again, I don't think we overlooked it. But then when you see it actually happen, it's eye-popping how big of a difference they have made. And, again, you you think about, well, Dan, you know, that's not really contributing on the offensive side. But this team so often has its offensive chances come as a result of wonderful play in the defensive zone, making the right play, getting in the right position, starting the breakouts, careful with the puck, and again, so many block shots, and the Knights in good position to then turn the possession after blocking a shot. I think that uh, as much as you'd love to get your Stones, Pacioretty's, and Smiths, and the other forwards back, I, I don't think you could overstate the benefit of having Martinez and McNabb, two incredibly experienced and integral parts of this team. Well, and it, it gives you more confidence in, in these games where it's one nothing or, or 2 to one where, where it gets really tight and every mistake is magnified when you've got those two anchors back on the blue line for the Golden Knights. I think that there's just a comfortability factor that you you can win a game 2 to nothing or one to nothing if you need to. Yeah, I mean, just think just a few games ago you had, you know, Zach Hayes and Braden Pahal as your defenseman. Yeah. No disrespect to those guys, but... Here today, you've got Dylan Coughlin as your seventh defenseman. Now, that's a huge swing, a huge swing. And uh, it's, it's kind of amazing that they have gotten by uh, to the degree that they have. And of course, they haven't been great. They've fallen off. They've not won nearly as many games since the All-Star break as they had beforehand. But now they've won three in a row. And you would think um, with that kind of defensive effort, whether it's Thompson in goal, Leonard potentially in goal, he was the backup today, whomever it might be in net. You just think about the way that they played today, and you, you all of a sudden have a, a greater degree of hope for the postseason. And today it didn't work out. The worst thing that could have happened happened as it relates to the Pacific Division race where they go to overtime and Edmonton defeats the Kings in a shootout 4-3. to three. So Kings get a point, and the Oilers get two points, meaning that Edmonton stays uh, three points ahead 
of the Golden Knights, and the Kings are now four points ahead of the Golden Knights. So I, I suppose a little tighter, but still, <laughs> you get the idea. You're going to have to win, you know, probably 10 of these last games uh, to make it in. But uh, I think that that hope became a little more fervent today. Yeah, I'd agree with that, Dan. And then you look at Logan Thompson now 6-4 and four as a, a starting goaltender, or at least in, in his start, 6-4. and four. He's won his last three starts. Um, and now his first career NHL shutout. Like when you, when you look at Logan Thompson, um, this start to his career at the NHL level, I mean, he's he's authoring quite a stretch right now for the Vegas Golden Knights. No doubt about it. You got to hear a little bit of him, some personality, and chatting with him, not as much this year, but last season when uh, he was around a bit just the one game. But he dressed as a backup several times too, so it was around the group and you got to talk to him a little bit. And uh, the personality is, is there. You know, goaltenders are sometimes accused of having quirky personalities or what have you. And uh, I, I think Logan's personality is different than some of the other goalies that Vegas has had. And it's, uh, it's refreshing. I like his sense of humor. You got a taste of it right there. And then the comfort of playing game after game after game. And you feel it in the American League. It's a different kind of schedule in the minors when you play several games in a row and then you sit for a while in the midweek. You know, the NHL, the, the routine is a bit different with a game and then you're off and then a game and then you're off. You're rarely playing back-to-back. -back. But uh, the Knights have pressed Logan into service and he continues to make the most of it. Didn't give up the four goals to Chicago last game, but you add it all up, he's only given five goals to opponents in the last three games combined. That's pretty good. Yeah, not bad. Now, it, it does beg the question and, and we'll throw it out there right now as we uh, as we look to Friday against the Seattle Kraken uh, for the Vegas Golden Knights as you mentioned Robin Leonard served his backup tonight would you expect coming off of a shutout Logan Thompson to get that game or do you think it goes to Robin Leonard if Robin Leonard is healthy Robin Leonard plays I believe yeah. that's the approach that the Golden Knights would take the question is is he healthy you know again the, the kind of barometer on healthy enough to start healthy enough to back up. You know, Lauren Brossois, we're told, was backing up for Logan Thompson, but was injured. And eventually that injury became so severe that they no longer felt comfortable with him as a backup and called up Yuri Patera. So this is the opposite way where Leonard is returning mm -hmm. rather than being on the exit. You would think that if Leonard was good enough to back up today, he's a day closer. If, if the plan was, if the design was for him to play here on Friday, I don't think that that plan changes because of Thompson's shutout win today. Uh, the reality is Robin Leonard is your guy and is making $5 million a year to win your games, and he has uh, got to get in there and, and uh, help further this cause. But at the very least, Logan Thompson, uh, whether he starts on Friday or Sunday or not again the regular season, uh, he has been uh, terrific, and I think that has earned uh, – not only the, the support of his teammates, but the trust of the organization that he can very much be an NHL goaltender. Well, Dan, as always, great stuff from you. Enjoy a couple of days in Seattle. Have some fun, and we will chat with you on Friday. Thank you very much, Ryan. Talk to you soon. That is the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva, helping us break down a 3-0 victory for the Vegas Golden Knights, Logan Thompson's first career NHL shutout. Vegas now 78 points on the year, 37, 28, and 4, keeping their playoff hopes alive with every successive win. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show. The Vegas Golden Knights defeat the Seattle Kraken 3 to nothing. Vegas 3-0 now against Seattle this season. Looking to make it a perfect 4-0 when these two teams meet on Friday. 7 o'clock puck drop, 6 o'clock pregame show. Vegas back-to-back -back games in Seattle and you know for the Golden Knights you needed to you needed to find a way on the road right like you look at this opportunity for the Vegas Golden Knights against a team that you know, frankly is is just not where not where you need it 
like we're not where you want to be, right? Like especially in the context of the Vegas Golden Knights, especially when you're looking at the last two expansion teams in the NHL, all the success of the Vegas Golden Knights early on and what they were able to do year one versus where it's gone, how it's gone for the Seattle Kraken. Like, you know, for the Golden Knights, you had to find a way. And you had, I would argue, the perfect opponent because I think there's a a big brother, little brother aspect of this, right, where where you want to show your younger sibling that you still have it. You want to make sure that they understand they're not you. They're not big enough, old enough, strong enough, whatever it is to beat you. And I think if you can kind of dig into whatever external motivation you can to find a victory, especially when you've been over in seven tries on the road, your last seven games, you can't find a win. Uh, massive, massive importance for the Vegas Golden Knights just to find a way in this one. And they did better than find a way. Uh, you get a great, great performance out of Logan Thompson. Again, as I mentioned, his first career NHL shutout now when you kind of parse through the numbers the Vegas Golden Knights have three shutouts this year one belongs to Robin Leonard one belongs to Loren Brossois and the third one goes to Logan Thompson here tonight and you know there'll be big stick taps to Pete DeBoer and the Vegas Golden Knights video coaching staff for ensuring Logan Thompson did get that shutout victory let's take a look at the highlights in this game you know, we go back to kind of the, the, the first period and the importance that I put pregame, right, on the Vegas Golden Knights, their ability to get the first goal of the game. It didn't come in the first period, but they didn't chase the game either. Like the caveat that I put on the first goal is you, you have to find the first goal. I don't care if it comes in the first period. I don't care if it comes in the second period or if it's the only goal scored in the game. The Golden Knights on the road had to be in a position where they weren't chasing the game. They were chasing early. The Kraken had their legs early on in the first period. Logan Thompson made a couple of big-time saves. There were some opportunities for the Golden Knights as the period wore on. They got a couple of power play opportunities, a, a nice redirection from Evgeny Dodonov, but nothing fell for either club in the first period. We'd head to the second period, and it though it took t nearly 28 minutes for the Golden Knights to find a lead coming out of the penalty box, Shea Theodore found himself on a breakaway and finally gave Vegas a 1-0 lead. A steal run, Jurek. Out of the box, Theodore gets the pass. Theodore in, a fake. He scores on the backhand. The Golden Knights take the lead. Shea Theodore on the stretch, out of the box and on the board. 1-0 Golden Knights. 12.22 to go in the second. Shea Theodore's ninth of the year from Jonas Ronbjerg at 7.38 of the second period made it one to nothing Vegas. We'd head to the third period, and the Golden Knights would get back to work in that third period. A hard-working shift from the Misfits and Michael Amadio would lead to an insurance goal. Vegas wins a neutral zone draw. Carlson ahead for Amadio, gets through with Carlson off a stick. Marcioso, shoot save, rebound, score! Amadio banks it home! The Knights swarm the crease. A play created by Amadio. Vegas leads 2-0 with 13 minutes to play. Michael Amadio's eighth of the year from Jonathan Marcheseau and William Carlson at 7.03 of the third period made it 2-0 Vegas. The Golden Knights got a little greasy. They were able to get the puck to the front of the net. Michael Amadio just goes hard after a rebound. It's a backhander. It goes through Chris Drieger off of a defenseman's skate and into the net. One of those hard-working goals that you only get by going hard and and creating your own luck. That's what that play was there for Michael Amadio and the Vegas Golden Knights. Then shortly thereafter, Logan Thompson, we mentioned him. He was brilliant early, brilliant in the second period, and came up with our AAA insurance save of the game. Puck goes to the neutral zone. Lexiak back in. Knights trying to change. Left wing shot. Glove save by Thompson. With the glove on that right hand, he holds up. AAA is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance. AAA, outsmart life. So late in the game, trailing 2 to nothing, the Seattle Kraken would pull Chris Drieger for the extra attacker, and it would appear that Jordan Eberle would get Seattle on the board with just about two minutes left in the game. However, Pete DeBoer, who has been perfect all year, would challenge the play for offsides, and he would come through. 
On the right side, Sprawn. Now in the high slot to the right, a drive. Stopped in the rebound. It is in the goal. Trickling puck left side. The initial stop made by Thompson, but the Kraken force it through and have made it a one goal game. Here comes the goal. After the coach's challenges and turning the play was offside, we have no goal. So the Kraken would go right back looking to find the first goal of the game. They'd pull Chris Drieger, and then late, late in the game, Jonathan Marcheseau would steal a puck and put one into the empty net to give Vegas a 3-0 lead. Marcheseau blocks the shot, gets the puck. He's got a clear path. Marcheseau toward the goal. He scores. Jonathan Marcheseau with his 26th goal, 54th point. Both Golden Knights highs. Knights put it away, 3-0 with 26 seconds to play. 26th goal of the year for Jonathan Marchiso, unassisted empty netter, 19-33 of the third period. Made it three to nothing Vegas, and all that was left in this game was the final call. And none more notable than Logan Thompson. The horn sounds on the first NHL shutout for number 36, Logan Thompson. The Calgary native has won three straight. He's six and four in the NHL and he pitches a 23-save shutout in the Golden Knights' first visit to Seattle. Final score, Vegas 3, Seattle nothing. 3 to nothing. the final score, the Vegas Golden Knights defeat the Seattle Kraken. Logan Thompson, first career NHL shutout, as Dan mentioned. Logan Thompson, 6-4 and four in 10 starts in the NHL. Logan Thompson is also 5-2 in his last seven games. That's impressive and getting better, getting more confident, seemingly just finding himself and playing the way that you expected him to, to play if you followed him at all last year in the, America, in the American Hockey League. The Vegas Golden Knights, 37, 28, and 4, 78 points uh, for the moment leapfrogging the Dallas Stars into that second wild card spot. But again, Dallas still with games in hand on the Vegas Golden Knights. So for Vegas, big time two points. As we've mentioned, we understand, we looked at the math. You're looking at, over the course of those final 14 games, now 13 games, somewhere in the ballpark of 9 to 10 wins. You check one off the box right now for the Vegas Golden Knights, but it's got to be more of the same. You've got to continue to, to ride this wave as long as you possibly can if you keep getting performances like that from Logan Thompson or a returning Robin Leonard. We'll talk about that in the next segment. Uh, it, it could be a very interesting stretch drive for the Vegas Golden Knights as they look to secure a playoff spot for the fifth straight season. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance postgame show presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show. The Vegas Golden Knights defeat the Seattle Kraken 3 to nothing. Vegas 37, 28, and 4, 78 points. Again, we'll take a look at the standings here for the Vegas Golden Knights. As I mentioned, they, they leapfrog. The Dallas Stars, 78 points on the year for the Vegas Golden Knights in that second wild card spot right now based on points, though points percentage. Uh, the, the Dallas Stars with four games in hand right now on the Vegas Golden Knights, uh, a much higher points percentage. So for Dallas, you're looking at the amount of games left. Uh, wild card to me doesn't seem like the, 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 the path for the Vegas Golden Knights. I think the path goes through either the Edmonton Oilers or the LA Kings. Uh, then you look at tonight's action and probably worst case scenario for the Golden Knights in a situation they didn't have any control over whatsoever. Uh, the LA Kings, the Edmonton Oilers, they played tonight. Edmonton picked up a win, a shootout win over the LA Kings. Shootout win, that should give you your first indication of why it's worst case scenario for the Vegas Golden Knights. Turned into a three-point game. Uh, LA getting a point, Edmonton getting two. So LA in second place, 82 points. The Oilers in third place, 81 points. So, you know, for the Golden Knights, you're, you're three points back of Edmonton. Edmonton has one game in hand and you are four points back of L.A. with the same number of games played. So 
you know, you kind of look at trends. You're looking at how things are shaking out for some of, of the competitors ahead of the Vegas Golden Knights. L.A. have struggled over their last 10. They're 4-4-2. Um, it's a team right now decimated by injuries. And, like, listen, I understand that. I say that fully knowing how decimated the Golden Knights have been by injuries. The postgame injury report is brought to you by UMC, the exclusive hospital of the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, Keegan Colsar. Had a fight in the first period, then took a hit in the first period, and did not return. So the Golden Knights went into this one 11 forwards, 7 defensemen. They were down to 10 forwards. Dylan Coughlin had to take shifts up front for the remainder of the game. Uh, that just gives you an idea how decimated the Golden Knights are up front. But then you look at the LA Kings. like This is a team that right now might be without Drew Doughty for the rest of the season. There are regulars out of the lineup for LA. So if you're looking at which teams ahead of Vegas are most likely to falter, LA has been middling over the last 10 games. As I mentioned, 4-4-2. Four, four, the Edmonton Oilers, though, they've been on a bit of a heater. 7-2-1. Like This is a team that is putting together more wins than losses right now. So if you're the Vegas Golden Knights, um, you don't want to see a three-point game like you saw between Los Angeles and Edmonton, but all you can do is control your controllables. That's all the Vegas Golden Knights can do in this situation. Now, I do wonder King Colasar is going to be available, ready to go for the Vegas Golden Knights on Friday. If not, what does that lineup look like? Pavel Dorofayev was there. He's healthy. He's available. But, you know, for the Golden Knights, I, I think that you elected to go 11-7 and for a reason. Uh, and I think a lot of it had to do with kind of reintegrating Braden McNabb, kind of getting more minutes, titrating that up for Alec Martinez and, and kind of seeing where you're at after a couple of games. But, you know, for the Golden Knights, your hand might be forced now in this situation. So I'm curious to see what the Golden Knights are going to look like on Friday when they take on the Seattle Kraken. Who's going to be able to be in the lineup for the Vegas Golden Knights? And, and I'm fascinated, legitimately fascinated, by what happens in goal. Right, because like I, I, I'm, I'm of the mindset that that Dan Duva was, that Robin Leonard's healthy, he's in net, right? Like it's his net. He's he's your number one guy. But now, when you look at Logan Thompson over the last seven games, five and two, it it's a run. Like it's a legitimate run. When this team's needed wins, Logan Thompson's come in. He's given you really, really good minutes, and he's given you an opportunity to win every single game, even the games that the Golden Knights lost. He's given you an opportunity. He's kept you in it. So I'm fascinated coming off of his first career NHL shutout what the Golden Knights do in net. If Robin Leonard's healthy, who gets the game on Friday? Fortunately, I don't have to make that decision. We're back to wrap it up next on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show, presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance Post Game Show, the Vegas Golden Knights defeat the Seattle Kraken 3 to nothing. Logan Thompson's first career NHL shutout. The Golden Knights are now 3-0 against the Seattle Kraken this year. Vegas 37, 28-4, 78 points. Back into the second wild card spot, one point ahead of the Dallas Stars, though Dallas with four games in hand on the Vegas Golden Knights. Vegas will take on Seattle once again. Friday, 7 o'clock puck drop, 6 o'clock pregame show. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Windows and Solar, and early on it was the Seattle Kraken that had their sea legs. Uh, this was a team that was really good at getting in on the forecheck. They were creating some turnovers, some havoc uh, for the Golden Knights, who did not start the game on time. Oh, it, everybody except for Logan Thompson that is Logan Thompson very good early on then the Golden Knights get a couple of power play opportunities in the first period settle things down they don't score on the power play but they do settle down kind of get back get themselves into the game and then from that point forward flat out the Golden Knights were better than the Seattle Kraken and that's to be expected because the Golden Knights even as depleted as they are are a better team than the Seattle Kraken especially when you factor in the players now in the lineup on the blue line for the Vegas Golden Knights. Getting Braden McNabb back, getting Alec Martinez back, the impact that those two players have on the game without putting the puck in the back of the net is massive. Boxing out in front of Logan Thompson, making sure he's able to see pucks, and then 
getting the blocks when necessary. Alec Martinez had two blocks in that second period that were big-time plays from one of those guys that just leads by example by his play on the ice. So for the Golden Knights, you get a goal from Shea Theodore, and then you get a couple of insurance markers in the third period, and you cruise to a victory, and you set yourself up really well for continuing the momentum that you built at home and bringing it with you on the road against winnable opponents here in Seattle and then on to Vancouver. So for the Golden Knights, big-time win. Bank two points. Really solid stuff. Now you just need to keep going with it on Friday against the Seattle Kraken. Again, 7 o'clock puck drop, 6 o'clock pregame show. That's going to do it for us here on the AAA Insurance postgame show. Extended postgame show is next, presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. Thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network postgame show. Presented by AAA Insurance. Our local coverage continues next with game highlights, interviews, and your phone call at 702-876-1340. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. It's the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. The Golden Knights defeat the Seattle Kraken 3-0. Vegas have won three straights. 37, 28, and 4, 78 points uh, for the moment, just based on how the NHL does their standings. The Vegas Golden Knights are in the second wild card spot. One point ahead of the Dallas Stars, though Dallas with four games in hand. That's important. It's worth noting that the Dallas Stars, I still view the wild card as, as not the most viable option for the Vegas Golden Knights to make the, the playoffs. I think you're looking ahead. I think you're looking at either L.A. or Edmonton, which makes the result from that game, if you're a Vegas Golden Knights fan, so frustrating, so maddening. The Edmonton Oilers defeat the L.A. Kings in the shootout tonight. So both Edmonton and Los Angeles pick up points. L.A. gets a point. The Oilers get two. L.A. now four points ahead of the Vegas Golden Knights. Same number of games played. The Edmonton Oilers... Three, ga- three points ahead of the Vegas Golden Knights with one game in hand. So that is uh, a overview right now of, of where things stand with the Vegas Golden Knights, what the outlook is over the final 13 games, and keeping you abreast of who they're chasing down for a wild card spot or for a playoff spot should they continue what they've done over the last three games, and that is win. 702-876-1340 is the number. 702-876-1340. It's your post-game show. Let's head off to the phone lines, bring in Sal. Hey, Sal, how you doing? Uh, feeling a percent more optimistic than, than the other day. So with every win, you just, you just got to move on to the next one because this win doesn't matter unless they get the next one on Friday. Um, I agree that the Kings are the most likely team that we're going to have to jump. And if it's going to happen, it's got to happen in the next seven days because the Kings' schedule is really hard for them the next their next four games. And by the time we play Vancouver at home, there's a chance that we could be just passing them. Um, and if, if the Kings can if the Kings get more than two points in their next four games, then we're in trouble. But um, with, with how good the, the Western Conference is, when you look at all the contenders. I think they need 20 out of 26 points to, to get a spot. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of numbers and hypotheticals, but with the Kings, and, and they're the only team that's been skating very mediocre, uh, and with us getting some health health back, I, I think that's the path. You know, it, it's interesting, Sal, because, you know, you look at the Kings' schedule and the back half of April, it's it's not too bad, right? Like, uh, you're, you're looking at, Anaheim, Chicago, Anaheim, Seattle, Vancouver. Like, that's how it ends for the LA Kings. But I think your point's well taken, and it's something I've seen today, too. Uh, The LA Kings play tomorrow. It's back-to-back situation. They've got Calgary, Winnipeg, Calgary, and then again against the Edmonton Oilers. So you look at that stretch right there for the LA Kings, especially as depleted as they are right now, 
Uh, if the Golden Knights can put wins together and if the LA Kings continue to be uh, middling as they have been over the last 10 games, then, uh, yeah, you might create a really good situation for the Vegas Golden Knights to, to flip the script on LA. And, and I think uh, Vegas needs to be serious Calgary Flames, um, you know, indirect supporters for the next month because Calgary has a lot of important games. Half their, half their le- remaining 15 games are against teams that were, were right below or above. So, yeah. um, Calgary, <laughs> we're big Calgary Flames for the moment, except for the one time we played them in, in a week and a half. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the only thing I could, I could hope is with all the extra games Dallas has to play with, with two back to backs that they have coming up, they maybe, maybe the stamina will get to them, but we'll see. Yeah, it's, it's a rough stretch in April for the Dallas Stars, so it's the benefit of having games in hand, but you're squeaking in 16 games in the month of April. It's a tough stretch for, for Dallas. So let me ask you then, Sal, before I let you go, your prediction, do the Golden Knights make the playoffs? I think we miss it by one game, and, and that road trip is, is what's going to do it for us while we're out. I think we're going to miss it by one game, unfortunately. All right, Sal. So, Sal... Uh, Sal, no on, on the Vegas Golden Knights making the playoffs. It, it'll be interesting. Like, I, I know it's not ideal. Like, if you're a fan of this team, especially with the expectations you had coming into the season, like, it's not ideal to be in a race down the stretch for the playoffs. But there's nothing like this. Like, there's nothing like this. And Alec Martinez spoke to Dan Duva before the game, and I thought that Martinez made a, a brilliant point. It's not about just kind of securing your playoff spot. You have to be playing well going down the stretch. You have to be playing playoff hockey to do damage in the playoffs. And for the Golden Knights, this is the most dialed in they're going to have to be down the stretch in order to make the playoffs. Because the last couple of seasons, it's been foregone conclusions. So I just I wonder what the Golden Knights would be able to do if they get into the playoffs because they had to play amazing hockey down the stretch. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it all shakes out, but it's fun. It's exciting. Like, every game now in the regular season means something more, and we haven't had that in a long time for the Vegas Golden Knights. 702-876-1340 is the number. 702-876-1340. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Mike. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Well, when are we going to put uh, Dave, uh, is it Dragowski, on the one of the top three stars list? This guy never misses. No, no, he doesn't. Um, you know, obviously, video coach there for the Vegas Golden Knights, understanding um, how big, how important. And, and, you know, I don't believe, um, this is me being a cynic here, like I don't believe that if that goal would have stood, that the Seattle Kraken were going to come back and, and tie the game or win the game. Uh, but I do think it preserves the first career shutout of for Logan Thompson, and that's massive. But uh, I'll tell you, they don't challenge unless they're going to win. No. I, the last time that I could remember was November or December, where we actually got a penalty for challenging. He, he's amazing, and Coach DeVore leans on him heavily, and it's great to see it happen. The, the uh, other thing I wanted to say is that uh, when the Golden Knights make the playoffs, shame on you, Sal. Wow. <laughs> no, that's, he has wow. every right to guess that they won't. Yeah. When they make the playoffs, you, you haven't been too clear, even in the 4 o'clock hour, and I, and I wish you would clarify. Who do you play if you make the wild card or if you finish third or second in the, the division? Okay, so um, if the Golden Knights were to finish in the wild card spot, and I, I would imagine that they'll finish in the second wild card spot, and this will likely put me on a little bit of a rant here, so I'm glad you brought it up, Mike. Uh, <laughs> if, if things ended today, Right now, this very moment, and we threw points percentage out the window, the Vegas Golden Knights would be the second wild card team, and the Nashville Predators, a Central Division team, would be the first wild card team. So the Nashville Predators would end up playing the Calgary Flames, and the Vegas Golden Knights would end up playing the Colorado Avalanche because Colorado has 100 points. They are far and away the best team in the, in the conference. Um, so they would get the lower-ranked wild-card team. That would be the Vegas Golden Knights. So why that irks me, why that bothers me so much, is uh, you set up a divisional playoff bracket the way that the NHL has to encourage divisional matchups in the playoffs. You have, in this instance, four Pacific Division teams and four Central Division teams, but 
the wild cards would flip-flop. So the Vegas Golden Knights would have to go through the Central, and the Nashville Predators would have to go through the Pacific, which makes literally no sense to me. So if you no. finish in a wild card spot for the Golden Knights, essentially it would be the second wild card spot. Uh, you would be looking at a first round matchup likely against Colorado or Calgary if you were able to kind of get into that first wild card spot. Now, if the Vegas Golden Knights were able to finish second or third in the division, then they would play whoever is in the opposite position. So let's say it was LA second, Vegas third. LA Vegas would be the first round matchup. Um, and, and that's just kind of what, what that would mean. Okay, that's the first time I've heard any of you guys talk about finishing second or third makes little or no difference then, if you can do it. It, it really doesn't. Um, I mean, obviously, you're looking for home ice advantage, but, you know, outside of that, I, I think that, uh, you know, if you're the Golden Knights, you're just looking to get in, and I think the best-case scenario for, for, for you, if you're Vegas, is getting into that second or third spot. I, I don't think it matters uh, who gets there um, because I, I truly believe that you're going to get five teams from the central uh, occupy you know, two occupying the wild card and then three at the, at the top of their division so uh, I think the only path honestly for the Vegas Golden Knights right now is to get into that second or third spot in the Pacific and, and just to slide one in under the five hole at the last second here I like the fact that Robin Leonard should play on Friday I think he'll be healthy if he's yeah. not of course he won't because I think no one will be more motivated than he will be to pitch a shutout or at least play the a really, really good game. That's my feeling. Yeah, you know what, Mike, thank you for the call. I, I, I think that, again, as, as we've talked about, we've, been, we've kind of thrown out here over the last couple of games, as Logan Thompson is starting to kind of really come into his own, at least over this stretch for, for Vegas, is, you know, what do you do? Is it, is it Robin Leonard's net? Or, or are you just riding the hot hand on Logan Thompson because he's he's really dialed in right now? Uh, I agree. I think you go to Robin Leonard. Like, you, if he's healthy, he's ready to go, he's able to play, you put him in there, and, and you give him a game. And, and I think your point's well taken, Mike. Like, I think there isn't going to be anybody in the world more motivated than Robin Leonard to get back and help this team. The fact that he wants to play proves that. So give him a chance. Give him an opportunity. Give him the game. Uh, it's his net. And I think we all understand that. We all recognize that. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see where Pete DeBoer goes with his goaltender coming off of a shutout for Logan Thompson. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out of the phone lines. Bring in Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie, how you doing? I'm doing pretty great. How are you doing, Ryan? I'm good. So, um, first off, a uh, great call um, by the coaching staff to uh, – challenge that and get Logan Thompson his first shutout. Yeah. Pretty cool that we have three shutouts for three different goalies on this year. Yep. Um, and uh, I, my night to shine was uh, Marshy, and he got he did get a goal, which I said he was going to get a goal. But I just want to point out, like, he's really been just kind of quietly pushing this team along, you know, leader in points. And he hasn't gotten the goals recently, but he's had his stick on just about everything for I don't know how many games now. And, you know, even though it was an empty net goal, it, it was just nice to see him get rewarded there. And uh, um, I, I hope that they come out with just as much, uh, like, want and desire for that win on Friday because at this point, you know, Seattle, every game they play is their most important game for the rest of the year because they just want to get a win for their fans, right? Yeah. They're not getting into the playoffs. They're not going anywhere. So they're fighting every day like it's, the last game and they want that win in front of their fans so I, I just hope that they carry over everything that was great in this game today to friday and keep it going yeah you know what um real quick before i let you go uh, are they are the golden knights making the playoffs i think so i think yeah. that the chances of making it are better than not making it especially with the goaltending problems in Edmonton and the injury problems in uh, L.A., I think that it gives us a really good chance if we can keep playing like we have last Great stuff, Stephanie. Um, your point on Jonathan Marsh so, and thank you for the call, is well taken. And I, I know that we are hyper-focused on goals. Um, and, you know, we, we kind of diminish empty net goals. But, like, I'm not going to. Guys leading the, the Golden Knights in goals and points. Like, Jonathan Marchessault has been fantastic. I would argue 
probably the most valuable player for the Vegas Golden Knights, or at least the most consistent player for the Vegas Golden Knights all year long. And the leadership has really come through over the last six or seven games. To be frank, the leadership has come through since taking that bad penalty against the Buffalo Sabres. From that point forward, Jonathan Marcheseau has been a guy that has put this team on his back and tried to do everything that he can in order to help them win. So good on you for going with Jonathan Marcheseau as your night to shine. Um, and good on Jonathan Marcheseau for just kind of continuing to, to be everything that this team needs him to be this year. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Fernando. Hey, Fernando, how you doing? Doing pretty good, Ryan. Um, I was, first off, I was glad to hear that the state of Washington let Dave back in. Just kidding, Dave. Um, my nights of the night were um, Logan Thompson and um, Shea Theodore. Um, both of them had pretty good games. Um, our offense was pretty good. Our defense was good. Um, and, yes, um, I'm still positive. 100% that we will make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Might come down to the last day. But um, sometimes these last place teams, they love to spoil, you know, the potential playoff teams sometimes. And sometimes they get up for it. But um, other than that, um, well, we should be okay. And um, look forward to Friday night. Thanks, Ryan. Have a good night. All right. Yeah, thank you, Fernando. Um, you know, you, you mentioned Logan Thompson and Shea Theodore. Um Shea Theodore, the, the goal is just fantastic. There were a couple of turnovers in the defensive zone that you know you, you can't really have in those moments, but uh, I thought Jonas Ronberg was fantastic. Probably his best game as an NHLer, best game as a Vegas Golden Knight. Uh, Michael Amadio seemed to really kind of come into his own uh, with uh, William Carlson and, and Jonathan Marchessault. So there were no shortages tonight of of players that that showed up and and really did well for the Vegas Golden Knights. We're taking more of your phone calls next on the Extended Post Game Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. The Golden Knights defeat the Seattle Kraken 3 to nothing. Logan Thompson's first career NHL shutout. Vegas 37-28 and 478 points on the year. And for the moment, for the time being, based on points, one ahead of the Dallas Stars, 78 in the second wild card spot. However, Dallas does have four games in hand on the Vegas Golden Knights. Back to your phone calls. Back to the phone lines. We bring in Jason. Hey, Jason, how you doing? Hey, it's uh, Jason from Beers on These. I haven't talked to you in a while. I think last time I talked to you, I was actually, we'd won a game, and I was pretty tossed and excited, so I apologize about that. But, no worries, buddy. Yeah, well, thank you. Well, I was really excited about this game, obviously. Um, you know... There's, yeah, there's so much to talk about. Like, I'm, I, I don't think I've ever watched as much hockey that's not Golden Knights as I have this year mm-hmm. because it's, it's like you're saying, like this is kind of the first time that it's really been right up there where we might win or we might, like, we might be into the playoffs or we might not be into the playoffs, and it's so dependent on so many things. But obviously us winning is such a crucial thing. Super proud of the boys. Uh, shout out to Shea Theodore because he um, almost gave up a goal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then he got a penalty on himself. And then I really wish uh, William Carlson would have gotten that goal because I, I he's like he's right there. He just I feel like he doesn't have the confidence. But for them to come back and then I, I didn't even realize I wasn't even looking at the clock. So when he passed it away, I didn't I didn't understand like who he was passing to. And it went to Shea Theodore, and then all of a sudden he puts it in the back of the net. I was really proud of him, super happy for him to, like, put it in the back of the net. Uh, and, you know, that started off. So, you know, if we, if we make it or not, I think it's a, I think it's a toss-up. I think it's really close. I, I totally agree with you about the Kings sliding, except right now I'm more, I think I'm more upset about the Edmonton Oilers giving the Kings a point. Mm-hmm when I feel like they had every opportunity to shut them down, and then they would have taken, I believe they would have taken second place if they would have won straight out tonight. So 
it's kind of showing like it's like Edmonton showing their faulties, you know. Um, so I'm kind of like now I'm just I'll take I'll eat either one of them, but I agree like we got to take one of them out and uh, and see what happens. So. Yeah, you know what, Jason? Jason, thank you for the call. Um, it's the the NHL's point system. Like as as much as I I ranted about um, the idea, like the legitimate idea that you could have four teams from the Pacific Division and four teams from the Central Division, and have the Pacific Wild Card team go over and play the Central, and vice versa, the Central go through the Pacific. As much as I think that that is nonsensical. Um, the the point system in the NHL is is a, a rough one because uh, you're you're creating these these opportunities these moments where uh, you you have teams that are kind of playing for loser points right like you're you're playing to get that extra point or that 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 one point out of the game um, three two one zero point system is like kind of how I would fix that legitimately um, but yeah you, I mean your, your point's well taken if the Edmonton Oilers would have just got it done in regulation uh, they would be in second place the the Golden Knights would be a point closer to catching the LA Kings but right now both teams benefit from the fact that that game went to extra time let's head back out of the phone lines bring in Joe hey Joe how you doing I'm doing okay how are you I'm good um I have a couple questions for you. Uh, first of all, uh, Logan Thompson played a phenomenal game tonight, and I think since he's been consistently starting in net these past few games, I think he's been solid. Yeah. Uh, even even in the even in that Chicago game where he had a little bit of a of a rough start, he's been solid. So. I have a few questions for you about him. Mm-hmm. First of all, uh, when when Thompson, Leonard, and Bressoir are all healthy, who do you go with now? Well, I think you're going to go with Robin Leonard, right? Like I, I think Robin Leonard served as backup tonight. I would imagine that if all things are being equal and Robin Leonard is healthy enough to play, Robin Leonard will get the game on Friday. Okay, so, and this follows up my second question. When Bissois is healthy again, what happens with Thompson? Because the way Thompson's been playing, Mm -hmm. I think if you send him back down to Henderson, you're kind of doing him a disservice. You're kind of saying, thanks, but, you know, now you're back down there. uh, First of all, is is it possible for them to keep three goaltenders on the roster uh, up at the NHL level. And if they wanted to keep Thompson, if they can only keep two goaltenders on the roster and they wanted to keep Thompson, what would happen with Brassois? So, I mean, if, if Laurent Brassois is healthy, then, you know, you would, you would probably make the argument that Logan Thompson would be the guy going down. I don't think that that's going to be the case. Uh, just based on the fact that Logan Thompson has been the guy over the last little bit, it, it's it's kind of his his opportunity here to stick with the big club. Now, I mean, there are a number of different things that you could do uh, if you were looking to – if Loren Brossois was healthy and you were looking to send him down, you'd have to send him through waivers first. I'm not necessarily certain that Brossois is going to be healthy before the end of the season. And then once you get to the end of the season, it, you, you, you know, if you're in the playoffs – you kind of throw out the, the roster limits. You kind of throw out all of that stuff, and you can just go with, with whatever two goaltenders you're looking at uh, on a night-to-night basis. So, so if they don't if, – if, if he's not healthy before the end of the season, then they could keep Thompson up at the NHL level. Is that correct? Yeah, I mean, if, if Laurent Brossois is not able to go the rest of the way, then, yeah, it, Logan Thompson will be – with the Golden Knights, and it'll be a tandem of, of Logan Thompson and Robin Leonard. Okay, and then, but if Bissois does become healthy and they wanted to keep Thompson up, they would have to put him on waivers, and then a team like, let's say, Edmonton... There would, would, be, opportunity for, him. There would be opportunity for teams to claim him, that's correct. Okay, well, I just think Thompson has been outstanding, and I think if they were to send him down to Henderson... I think that'd be a, a huge disservice to Thompson and a and kind of a slap in the face to him. So 
I hope they keep him up because I think he's been solid. Yeah, thank you for the call, Joe. I, I mean, I, I don't think anyone's going to argue with you there. Logan Thompson's been fantastic for the Vegas Golden Knights, and I think the, the beauty of this situation is uh, it doesn't appear that, that Loren Brossois all that close so you've got 13 games left yeah there's a month left in the season but there's a lot that can happen in that time and right now uh, I don't think you're going off of Logan Thompson outside of Robin Leonard I think those are kind of your two goaltenders down the stretch here for the Vegas Golden Knights we're back to wrap it up next on the extended postgame show Fox Sports Las Vegas Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Hey, extended postgame show, Fox Sports, <clears throat> Las Vegas. The Vegas Golden Knights defeat the Seattle Kraken 3 to nothing. Logan Thompson's first career NHL shutout. Logan Thompson 6-4 and four, through his first 10 starts in the NHL, including his last three decisions, all victories, and 5-2 and two in his last seven games. So for Logan Thompson, things are going very well. For the Golden Knights, winners of three straight, they are starting to go on a little bit of a run here, and they're going to need to maintain that and continue that as they face the stretch run. 13 games left for the Vegas Golden Knights, 78 points on the year. Uh, clinging to that second wild card spot to second third place that's really where it's going to come down to whether or not the golden knights have enough wins in them and the teams in front of them stumble enough to open the window open the door for the vegas golden knights to find their way into the playoffs vegas will take on seattle once again friday night at seven o'clock six o'clock pregame show thanks uh that's going to do it for me here on the triple on the extended postgame show thanks to jed donaldson down here making sure everything sounds great thanks to bobby machado back in the studio for keeping us on the air thanks to you our listeners and our callers it's your post game show not as much fun without you until friday have a great night everybody we will talk to you then right here on fox sports las vegas thanks for listening to the extended golden knights post game show on fox sports radio 98.9 fm at 13:40 a.m your home for the vegas golden knights have a good night and drive safe